tune in right now. You know what it is. We got main over here. Cards and clay over here. It's the Fire and Ice Podcast. Let's go. Waking up and getting ready for work. I got my phone set ready to hear the alerts. We got main on the mic. Partner with cards and clay. See, they talk about the things people scared to say. Yeah, it's fire. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Carlton with the Heat, another episode of Fire and Ice. Maine is out for today. Um, you know, we hope you get well soon, sir. Um, but we have two people. We had to get two people to fill in main spot. That's how big he is. So we had to get two people to fill his spot this week. We have um, our guest. She's been here before. She's an uh, actress, spoken word artist, businesswoman, and she's my friend. It's Miss Sa Jules. Hey everybody! Thanks for having me back, you guys. <laughs> welcome back, w- welcome back to Safari Nights. And he is our permanent. When somebody's out, he's the one we always go to to fill in our spot. So he's the permanent uh, replacement host of Fire Nights. We got Slim from Sit Downs with Slim. What's good, bro? Yo, yo, yo! What's up, dog? Hey, chilling, chilling. All right, thank both of y'all for coming in to fill in for Maine this week. Um, we're just going to get into it. Just going to get into these topics because we got a lot of things to discuss. Here on this episode of Fire Nights. Okay, so Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, you know, the big game of the year. Of course, we had the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Sidebar. Did y'all see Trump's tweet? Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> that's who y'all elected. <laughs> right. This is That's who y'all voted for. But what's funny to me was I saw the tweet, but I saw like people posting it, but I saw people defending him. It was like... It was crazy. It's the lens we go through. Well, not we, but the lens people go through to defend people who are wrong. It's just like that's. But those were the same people who thought he he was right. Kansas City, Kansas. So let's you know, dummies follow dummies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trumpito be wilding, dog. I don't what you call Trump- him? Trumpito. Trumpito. <laughs> why, why you call him Trumpito? Is he crazy? Trumpito. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Trumpito, wow, dog. Hey, but um, but yeah, I just thought I was funny. Um, it was I was reading comments like this. Y'all act like Barack Obama was, was perfect. We're not talking about Barack Obama though. Obama was intelligent though. Trump, he a little offset. A little. He better than Bush though. I give him that. Yeah. Bush was savage though. Trump just Bush stupid. Bush was real dumb. Like. Dumb. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Trump was dumb. It's dumber than Bush. Nah, no, 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 not even close though. Like. If you if you line up the the like both of their speeches, you can tell like Trump just messes up on words sometimes. Bush will just be all the way off. Like he'll be talking about a topic and be like, "Well, like I said, uh, in Georgia," and everybody be like, "This ain't got nothing to do with Georgia. We talking about Texas." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't remember Georgia's uh, speeches, so I can't even. <laughs> you can call my man by the first name George. I'm with you. <laughs> George, Donald, I don't know them, but oh, President man. Obama on the other. Yes, <laughs> yes, the forever president. Um, but back to the game. Um, basically, uh, the who won? Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. Come on, back to the game. My my team won. They win every year. Food. So yeah, <laughs> them subs was busting. Yeah, so the food. My team food won, but uh, Chiefs won in the game. It was a close game. I did. I did watch a little bit of it because the 49ers were up at first, and then. 
they got a little like they got a little yeah, too cocky. Kyle and then, Shanahan blew blew another lead. They was up uh, they was up uh, twenty to ten at the mm. beginning of the fourth, and the Chiefs scored three unanswered touchdowns. Mm. Thank yeah. you for that sports analytism. Yeah, I watched the whole game. I seen a lot of people fell asleep. Uh, I had people over last night watching the game. A lot of people fell asleep over here too. Oh wow! I was shocked. I was like, the game was good to me. Oh well, I guess I'm not into football like that. I mean, I only watch honestly. I, Super Bowl for for me is the food and the halftime show. So I mean, I ain't you know. There you have it. Yeah. I mean, we all. I mean, I I didn't know this one thing. The Falcons weren't gonna be there. Yeah. We'll be there next year. Mm. Oh, uh, mm, I don't think so. But speaking of Falcons, Kyle Shanahan blew another lead, uh, <laughs> like always. So I feel like it wasn't the players' fault when we went to the Super Bowl. It's all on Kyle Shanahan. I could tell how the game was going. Like, um, the first quarter, I was like, oh, they offense flowing real well. Mm. Towards the end, I was like, yep, here it go. Kyle Shanahan calling them bad plays again. And that's what it was. So this is guy, that a coach? About this guy you're talking about, he's he's with, a, he, was with the, he was with the Falcons last? Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Two it's, seasons ago. Gotcha. And is he with one of the teams that was playing? Yeah, the 49ers. Oh, okay, but gotcha. He used to be on the Falcons. You got to connect the dots. I'm feeling like Trump over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know this ain't no sports podcast, so none of this even matters. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good information. We always we try, always trying to learn on fire night, so it's all good. But there yeah. is a meme going out of one of the Chiefs players that they're saying he stepped on the line in like one of the major touchdowns that they got or something like that. So they're saying he stepped like on the sideline, so it shouldn't have counted, but the referees missed it. Oh yeah, that was in like the third quarter. Okay. Yeah, they definitely missed it. And it was a referee standing like right there. Uh-huh. So now yeah. this is just my Facebook knowledge because I left I'm about to say, look at you. at halftime. <laughs> look at you. You know, I, like, I did my research. Facebook can tell it ain't it. <laughs> um of course, like I said again, most of us only watch the show watch the game for the show halftime show and this year um, Jennifer Lopez, aka J Lo, performed. Jenny from the block, along with Miss Shakira. Shakira, they both performed on uh, this halftime show. So let's get our thoughts on it. Um, then we'll talk about. Uh, well, no, let, I'm gonna talk about what everybody was talking about first, and then we'll give our independent, our individual thoughts on it. Um, basically, it was a, it was, a, it was a half and half consensus from what I saw on the on the book of faces. Um, basically, it was people. Faces. But it says people loved it. Or they didn't like it, so it was it was it was no in the middle, um, with that. But um, yeah. So and I saw a lot of people comparing J Lo's performance to Beyonce because y'all know Beyonce performed twice Super Bowl. She did one by herself, and then she did one when she came on with um Bruno Mars and the group that actually was perform supposed to perform that year, and then she kind of came and took over and said get information. So um. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much. I just saw a lot, of, a lot of mixed reviews on that. Um, me personally, I loved it. I thought, I thought it was an amazing show. Um, I thought I love J Lo. I love Jennifer Lopez. Um, you know, is she the best singer? Of course not, but she's a great performer. I will give her that. Like she can definitely perform. I love when, like when you know, of course she's dancing. She's she, she knows how to give a show. I will say that. And of course, it was great to see Shakira. I think she's she's amazing. She's an amazing artist. Um. And I just, I, I thought it was a great show. It gave me everything I needed. There was a message. I don't know if people, a lot of people saw that or not, but there was a message in the performance, especially when J Lo's daughter came out. Um, they were doing like the, you know, the little cages or whatever with the kids and everything, talking about all of this stuff with, um, you know, immigrants and of mm-hmm. course with forty five and all this other stuff. So I thought it was an incredible message. A lot of people missed it because they were so busy criticizing. Um, but I just thought it was great. I thought it was a good show. I thought it was great too. Um, I've always liked J Lo. 
Um, I love Shakira as well. It was an amazing show. The wardrobe changes were great. The choreography was great. It was mm. very entertaining. It was not long enough for me. Mm. But again, you, I guess... You kept was, saying that last night. You was like, it's just too short. I guess it was just supposed to be really be about football, but <laughs> whatever. Um... But I think they did great, and and people who were criticizing it are, you know, they're in their twenties and they can't move like that fifty year old and that forty three year old. That's just how that was. What you thought, Slim? Um, <clears throat> we talking about the halftime show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My fault, though. I got distracted a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I like uh when Shakira and J Lo was uh doing a little twerk thing, but J Lo butt looking a little flat nowadays. Okay, it it disappeared, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. Gone. I but said Shakira that last was night. Good though. Definitely. <laughs> okay, he almost had me go. She sure was. <laughs> but overall, um, overall, I like the halftime show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, you know, a very diverse show. They accomplished what they set out to do. Mm-hmm. You know, nice pandering uh, to the Latin crowd. I liked mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, I, I overall, I, this is the thing. I think again, when 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 a lot of times when. We black people, when we say we want to be inclusive, I think a lot of times black people just want to be black people, and it's like we have to understand there are more than just black and white people living in this country. We do have Hispanics, we do have Asians. You know, they're, they're, this America is not just black and white. And the show was in Miami, so you know, it's right. a lot of Latinos. You know, people want they wanted. I, I heard people saying they want a trick daddy, they want a Trina, <laughs> they want you know uh, Luke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the like, baddest B would not be invited <laughs> to do a whole Super Bowl show. I love Trina, but it's just not her market. She doesn't have, yeah. but she doesn't have J Lo's catalog though. Too. I mean, how many how many songs? I mean, I, I, I love Trina, mm-hmm. but how many songs do Trina and Trick Daddy have compared to Jennifer Lopez? Like, I mean, what Trina kind of? Like two. But they can't put on a <laughs> they can't put on a show like that either. They're you not. They mean? don't have a diverse again a diverse exactly. catalog. You, with J Lo, you get listen. You get pop J Lo when she first came out. You get. Murder Inc. J Lo, you get when you get Jenny from the block, J Lo, you get when she was dating Diddy J Lo, you get the Latin J Lo. She has a whole she's a diverse artist. Absolutely. So but, but when did J Lo get in such high demand? Like I was confused. That's all I was thinking about last night. I was like, why is she so popular? When she now? became What's a judge on? on that dang on show. But, what show? What show she on? She was on American Idol at one point, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. But too, but also too again, you gotta consider J Lo is a brand. J Lo's not just a singer. She's not just a dancer. She's an actress. She's a, a producer. Of, she has a fragrance line. She she she, she like a wide variety. She has a whole a whole yeah. brand. She's not just music. So of course, when you say J Lo, she's a whole she's a whole entity. So when you get J Lo, you get pretty much everything. So mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just the truth. Um, but I, again, I saw a lot of people comparing her performance, comparing it to Beyonce. Well, first of all, I saw a lot of people because apparently the whole Ashanti thing came out. The whole because uh, a lot of people, was, you know. It's always been speculation that uh, that Ashanti sung J Lo's uh, lyric or her, her yeah. vocals or whatever. I love so um, and I and I love Ashanti. I was a, I was an honorary member of Murder Inc at one point. Um, <laughs> Did but, they know that? <laughs> 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 um, I love Ashanti. However, comma we're not gonna sit up here and act like Ashanti got the best vocals in the world either. Like so, I'm just saying like we I we I think people is I think it's not common knowledge that Ashanti did write. She, she's a songwriter. So, of course, she wrote a lot of J-Lo's music. Um, but I think, to me, honestly, I've I i I've been around a lot of Hispanics before. So, I know, like, the I can hear the, uh, what's the word, the intonation or, the you know, whatever mm-hmm. in their voice. 
when you listen to Jennifer her singing, I can hear the the Hispanic. So I don't really necessarily to me honestly, I don't necessarily hear Ashanti. Maybe my ears are just not what they used to be. I don't know, but I don't necessarily hear Ashanti. And last night I heard J Lo. Like I actually can you can you can tell when somebody's singing in the mic versus you know the lip sync. Which people were accusing the Shakira of doing. They were saying she was lip syncing. Well, she had to when she was being thrust across the crowd. She had to have been lip syncing at mm. that point. But, I mean, you can't not do a, a performance of that caliber. All that dancing and moving and not lip sync. But, again, we're not here for your vocals. I'm not. We're here for the sheer entertainment of what you're going to bring. Exactly. So, and, and why the... Let's talk about the beehive. Go ahead. Since they wanted to compare. Beyonce don't be out there singing live like that all the time. Not with all that gyrating she doing. Mm. She would be so winded. I mean, I'm just being honest, though. You know mm. what I mean? And, and and since they wanted to compare it, talking about Beyonce's was better, let's remember that Beyonce's, Beyonce stole a lot of Shakira's moves. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they like, coming for you now. I mean, but but if they want to come for me, they need they need to come for Beyonce because Beyonce said it. She said that Shakira is her idol. She mimics a lot of things that Shakira did. Y'all have to understand too. Shakira is a big artist as well. She she's a huge artist, not just in here in the United States, but I'm talking about globally. Like she's, she's major yeah. in the Latino community big, or the Latin big. community. Yes, huge. So yeah. it's 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 recorded. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we have to remember that too. But again, I must and I lo- and I love Beyonce. I think Beyonce is a great artist. Can't mm-hmm. take nothing away from Beyonce. But at the same time, it's like when we always people always doing this comparing stuff. It's like, come on, y'all. Let's let's just enjoy what it is. I just felt like the show was good for what it was. Um, you when you watch J Lo, you not. I mean, for me, when I watch J Lo, I'm not expecting Beyonce. When I watch Beyonce, I'm not expecting Jennifer Lopez. I'm okay. I'm, I'm appreciating these women for who they are. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about this. You're a woman. Let's since you're here. Um, women are always saying how, you know, we as men need to stand up for women. We need to stand up for you guys. Why is it that women are always so easily ready to attack other women? Well, I don't. <laughs> because I'm, 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 but I get what you're saying. Because I'm asking that because again, it's like I, a lot of people that were criticizing J Lo were women. Like, and, and, and again, I, I know most men was watching it because you know the whole you know clothes. You know, people want to see nip slips and all this other stuff. Um, <laughs> it's not gonna happen again, guys. So stop it. Um, but I don't even want to see them old. Never mind. <laughs> Stop, Slim. That is so Stop, mean. stop. It's true. But, they get um, a little old. I don't want to see, you know, they start getting deflated and stuff. I'm good. You tri- oh my, you, oh you my, tripping. Oh, you oh tripping. But, and I just had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, again, I just, I, I saw a lot of women, I guess, attacking the performance mostly. I mean, so, why is it that women are so quick to say, okay, we as men to stand up for them, but they're so quick to, to attack themselves or, you know. Women are, we we get put in this, we compete with each other mm-hmm. a lot. So I think um, that competition kind of just spilled over to us because it's always, like if you're, if you're in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And then like maybe you, you had a kid or two and you gained a little weight around the midsection and your, your man doesn't post you on social media anymore or mm-hmm. as much as he used to, but he double tapping IG models photos all the time it becomes we become insecure Mm. you know um if you don't have high self-esteem you're gonna let that insecurity seep in 
And then that's when we start to compete with other women. Mm. And when you when you tear down another woman, that means you have some mental insecurities. Or mm. not mental insecurities, but you have some insecurities about yourself um, that you kind of need to work on. And we want men to protect us, yes. The mm. women who really mean that, like, I want my man to protect me or I want men to stand up for us more, they don't really go around tearing down women. Mm. And sometimes we can say, like, well, I didn't like that performance. And then you have somebody else where well, you're wrong. You're stupid. No, I'm entitled to my opinion. Right. Just like you are. It just didn't jive with me. Maybe something else will, but I, and, and I like to call those grown girls, not women <laughs> that tear down other women just because you're jealous pretty much, you know? And I always say this. I, I feel like it's again, you, you hit it on the head. It's nothing wrong with saying you dislike a performance. I think that's okay. We, again, we not going to like everything that everybody does. And and we right. Everybody has the right to their own opinion. I think it gets to the point where it gets like what you're doing. It's like, again, when you feel like you have to like throw these unnecessary jabs. Right. And then we, then also to you start getting personal. It's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what all you have to do is say I ain't like it and keep it pushing. And for people, and then also people, when people say they don't like something, just let them not like it exactly. and keep it moving. So I think we just have to learn how to uh, just uh, respect each other's opinions and just keep it and just keep. And it's always you can scroll past if you don't like something. Exactly. So I just thought it was interesting because again, I, I saw I, I saw a lot of women more likely going against you know attacking J Lo's performance and everything. Did you um, see those um those old white liberal women talking about? Oh, how that was a, that was another was... another topic we're gonna hit into too. They were okay. still talking about how um the show wasn't family friendly. Yeah, a lot I'm of curious like, about that. It was a lot of well, I I watched a clip of the real because Agent Balon Hall and she's on the real and she's Hispanic and she was talking about that and she was just basically saying like that's a part of their culture. It's not that they that's how they dance. That's their culture. She said it's not. It's exposing children to different cultures, and that's what that was about. Um, I, I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I feel like I've seen worse shows. I feel like I've seen worse performances that people that have been very, you know, risque. And I thought that was nothing, honestly. That was what is a family friendly halftime show like? What are they talking about, Kurt Franklin or something? <laughs> listen, listen. I don't know because they'll probably find a way to get rid of him too. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They want Justin Timberlake again. That's what it is. But that definitely wasn't family friendly. <laughs> when you got there ripping, ripping people. Nah, the second, about, one. Yeah, the second, the second oh, the second one. Oh, the second one. Couple yeah. years ago, he went, oh. in, he went in on the second one. I mean, yeah, that was good too. I like that one. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know what they want. I mean, people again, people always gonna find something to complain about at the end of the day. Um. I don't know what these older white women. I don't know what they what they were looking for. Maybe they wanted Sir El Sir Elton John or something. Listen, <laughs> yeah. they were upset because these are the women that their husbands cheat on them with. Let's mm. just move on mm. from those old hags. <laughs> <laughs> they used to look like that, and now they look like the Golden Girls. I'm telling you, jealousy Tony is a monster. Soprano. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tony Soprano had the best side chick of all times. Yikes! She did. <laughs> oh wow! I think I think jealousy <laughs> is a monster again. Like I said, Jello is 50 years old. Shakira is what? Four? You said 40? She's like 43 or 45. Uh, and then and you're just upset because you can't move like that. I mean, and you don't look like that. They made my back hurt, and I'm only 38. Listen, they here, was getting it. They was they doing were, they it. Were they, getting, they looked amazing. I, I thought the show was amazing. I, it <laughs> yeah. was good. J Lo gave me J Lo. Now I remember when J Lo performed at I forgot what award show it was. She they asked me to do the Motown tribute, and I was like, "Girl, no." Um, but I feel like 
but when she did that tribute, she gave me J Lo. Like that's that's the type of performance she does. She does the, it's the the high intensity. You're gonna give me um Latina vibes stuff like that. So that's what she gave me with this halftime show. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was very good. Um, and I saw a lot of people also saying why she didn't bring Ja Rule out. Um, I was I did say at one point Pitbull because she did you know she had, she had a lot of features on her songs or whatever. But then you have to think about it too. Um, a lot of times these artists may not be available. You know they may not be available to do a Super Super Bowl show. Also, you have artists that may be standing with Kaepernick, like some of y'all mm. should be doing, because y'all talking about some we standing, but y'all still watching the game and commenting. So that's another subject for another time. Um, yeah, that's a bar right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, call a spade a spade, cause yeah, you say you saying we standing up, but then you up there criticizing the game. That that's not how it works. Boycott doesn't work like that. We've talked about this before. You can't say I'm boycotting something, but you comment on social media about the game or the halftime show or whatever. You're participating, so therefore you're not you're not standing like right. you, like you say you are, and you're trying to get down on other people. But again, that's another subject for another time. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I I because at one point I was like, oh man, I wish Pitbull would have came out on that part because she sang a song that he's on. But I was like, yeah, maybe he's maybe he was booked that day, or maybe he just couldn't make it. Or it, also, Can I there, add to that, there's a clearance too thing too. Go ahead. Exactly, there's the clearance. Maybe she did ask for some of those people to come, and the NFL said no. That's the yeah. um. Maybe the money wasn't right. Like, there's so many different factors. Yeah. So I had to think about that too because I, I was I was one of them. Like, <clears> damn, I wish people would have came out. I, I said, yeah, that'd be dope if Jaru would have came out on part. But like you said, yeah, it's a lot of factors that come you into like play. Like Jaru, don't you? I like Jaru. I'm gonna be honest. When I was a kid, I, I picked sides. You between Ja Rule and Fifty. It was Hov versus Nas. I picked Hov. Mm. It was Fifty and Ja. I picked Fifty. Ah, yeah. I like. I, I like. I said. I was. I don't remember Murder Inc. So <laughs> of course I'm gonna go with Ja. Um, I just like this music. I mean, I'm, we we not gonna like Ja wasn't instrumental in the singing rap. Ja was one of, one of the, one of the first people that actually made it. Uh, uh um. A pop thing, like he started. I mean, and it was with the help of J Lo. Once him and J Lo got together, after that, everybody wanted to start singing. All the rappers wanted to start singing. All of a sudden, they so, was making fun of him at first, and right? And they saw it worked, right? Man. Only for the rule, baby. Hey man, shout out to R R U L E R U L E, or are you ready? Which one is it? Which one is R U L E? He said, he said, what's my mother? Your name, R-U-L-E. I like the Are You Ready. No, like that, no, that's wrong. <laughs> it no. is wrong, but I thought it was so funny when the memes came out. It was like, I, I was this many years old when I found out he said R-U-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so, and also, I'm going to talk about this too with, with the Super Bowl. Um, I thought, of course, I love Yolanda Adams. She did amazing. She looked amazing. Um and Demi Lovato, shout out to her, she did an amazing job too. And of course, we got people comparing Demi to Whitney Houston, of course. And I just feel like that's unnecessary. Um, first off, let's just be clear: nobody's ever gonna, there's never gonna be another Whitney Houston performance like that. That's first of all. Um, but again, it's like we, there's no need to compare. I feel like Demi did amazing job. She sounded good. She looked amazing. Um, glad she's getting back healthy. Yeah. And I, and that's and that's it. Period. I mean, I don't understand again why we have to. Do the comparison thing, but that's just—I guess—I just think that's just what this country is about. Just, we just always got to compare. No, not the country, just the idiots. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and let me point this out about J Lo: all that moving and bouncing and popping and twerking, not a hair out of place. Okay, mm. I don't know what hairspray she used, 
But that hair went right back to that its original. Was that the Oh man. Um but yeah, I thought like I said again, I thought it was got thought it was a good performance. Um yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um who's gonna be a part of it next year and see where who's gonna be a part of that Super Bowl. Saw Jules. <coughs> hint, hint. You wanna be on the Super Bowl? Yeah. You, you think you can do that? I think I can do it. I may just come out, you know, just a little spot, you know. This is my stage. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be too nerve-wracking for me. That's a, that's a, that's lot, a lot of people. people. It yes, is. Sir. It Woo, is. Jesus. And I want it. Well, we're going to claim it for you. Yes. Praise yeah, God. Hallelujah. You got that. Cause, uh, I used to sweat bullets just giving speeches in front of 100 people. Bro. <laughs> that's the worst. I, I hate giving speeches, bro. That's Me too. I got to get drunk the night before. Oh, no. Not the night before. <laughs> I got to. Go in there with the hangover, still a little drunk, crack a joke, then I'm good. I can go from oh, there. Oh, no. That's your secret. Oh, God. That's what I did all through college. Wow. Listen. Every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to I'm about to ask you a question, but I'm not going to do it. Well, how did it go? No, no, no. Not, I was going to say, do you still do that now? Uh, Like when you have to go give speeches, like talk to the kids? That is none nah, of their business. Really, That's all I said. No, I, I didn't want to ask. He does really not drink. No oh, no, I drink here. No, I mean, that. he does. No, 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 no. He does not drink before he goes to talk to the kids. No. Oh, we, nah. We don't do that. Nah, that's that, uh, that uh, Dave Chappelle. The uh, Tyrone <laughs> Benny. Not the, uh, the crackhead skit. <laughs> that's not uh, me. <laughs> nah. I'm good now. I'm comfortable now because I learned that, like, as long as you come prepared, you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Back then, I wasn't prepared. Gotcha. Yeah, I was getting drunk every day going in there trying to freestyle, and that doesn't work. Yeah. Freestyle only works for my YouTube videos. Mm. <laughs> That's the only thing it works for. Good life lesson from Slim, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, but yeah, with speeches for me, um, I, don't, I just don't like talking in front of people. And that's weird. Again, I've acted. I've been on stage. Um, you know, I run a whole production company with a, with a lot of people. Um, I don't know. Just something about getting in front of people and just talking. It's just something about it is real nerve-wracking. And just real like, oh, God, her for me. This, let this be over. Because... Whew. I'm getting nervous thinking about it right now. <laughs> um, so let's go jump into the next topic. Um, if you guys follow me on Facebook, you might have seen something um, the other day. Um, I'm going to jump into that. Um, I like to call this segment Facebook drama. So, um, <laughs> I'm spicy. Go ahead and hit record for me on the count. Again, you guys know we are recording. We do video records now. On fire and ice. Um, we're gonna give you the visual along with the audio. Um, shout out to Slim who gave us, you know, helped us with that advice. Um, he he does that a lot. Y'all make sure y'all check out sit downs with Slim. Um, y'all make sure y'all book him for photography. Shots with Slim, and I want to give a shout out to Slim also for letting us use his studio because normally Maine's in charge of all this, and because he's not here, you know, we had to do a substitute. So yeah, Maine is the super producer. I'm the uh, junior producer. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, he this man got a big board, and it's like it looks amazing. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's actually the professional one that all the uh, all the famous podcasters use, like Joe Rogan and stuff. That's why I got it. That's what's up. But I still don't know how to work it because that was Damo's job and Damo up and moved on me. Ah. Got on them drugs and just wanted to disappear. Why are you putting all his personal business out there? Because he don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damo is the star of my show. I talk about him on, on every on every show, bro. He don't care about nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's hope he gets off those drugs. Yeah. Um. So, we're going to talk about basically this is, this is and this is kind of, it's going to go lead into a subject matter. 
Um, but I want to address it because I think it's important. Again, me and Maine, where we are off of being transparent and just talking about our lives and just different things that we have to encounter and everything like that. So, um, yesterday, well, y'all don't listen, y'all won't listen to this because it come out Wednesday. But this week, um, I was with my friend Sa, and um, you know, we were just having a conversation, and she showed me a message. On, because I want to give you a bad story of everything that happened. She showed me a message, and um, basically, he was. I think he was trying to flirt with her. Um, but this is where the incident came. My name appeared in the message, and not, and it wasn't really my name. It was wrong. It said Clayton. Um, for those who don't know, my name is Carlton Clay, not Clayton <laughs> Clay or Clayton Carl or whatever. <laughs> um, but he said Clayton. Basically, he was he was. Throwing, trying to throw salt at me, basically was saying, because, um, you know, me and Saw works on Victory Productions. Um, she's been on the news with me before. Um, and basically, she was, he was saying, the person, we're not going to mention the person's name. We don't we don't give him no more shine that, that he already, the little shine that he does have or whatever because of us, because of yesterday. Um, but basically, um, we were saying that, he was saying that if you want to come to the big leagues or are you ready to take your career to the next level, and stop doing those web those web videos with Carlton, then you can come holler at me, you know, be a part of my team or whatever. Um, you want me to read it verbatim? You can go ahead and read it verbatim if you want to, because yeah, I'm live, so I can't go on Facebook. Dun, 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 dun. I be seeing these, and I'm reading it verbatim, you guys, so please. He had typos in here. I be seeing, seeing you and I guess Clayton on the TV news. I just wanted to let you know that I believe in you and I know you will be doing much bugger things in the future besides the independent local stuff. Let me know when you're ready for a major upgrade. <clears throat> Yikes. That was the, so that was the first message. Why are you reading it with the, with the typos? Because, <laughs> because they need to know. Y'all make him sound real dumb. Listen, Donald Trump's cousin was in my inbox. They need to know. <laughs> Here's my business card with both of business sale numbers on it. So, um, I asked him, why does he keep sending me like pictures and all this crap of him or whatever? And just to encourage me instead of, you know, kind of being shady, he said, sorry about that. I'm just trying to show you that you can be successful too. If you believe and stop being afraid to walk away from the local independent stuff, unless that is your true destiny and it makes you happy doing web videos. So with that, let's, let's, let's first off, let's be clear <clears throat> on one thing. Um, I don't do web videos. Let's be clear on that. Um, if I do, I create content, <coughs> full content, scripts and everything. There's a full script. These actors have to learn it. Um, I edit the the episodes together. Um, and it's put together on on the social, on the YouTube platform or whatever. The reason why you use YouTube, YouTube is free. Why would I pay an astronomical amount of money to host? Because for people who don't know. The videos are huge, are huge gigabytes. Mm -hmm. So when you buy, when you buy this space or do your own website situation, you have to buy the space for to host the videos. YouTube is free. So why would I spend all this money to be like, I'm going to post all my, just to say I'm not on YouTube. And when YouTube has a free platform right here, I can like just post the videos and everybody can watch it. So anyway, um, and also let's be clear. Also, too, we are an award-winning production company. 
we won uh, several awards, um, not just here in the U.S., but we've been in Rio, uh, Brazil. We've been in Rome, Italy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, if you try, people, they, 8,000 subscribers they, on YouTube, talk your ish, I'm, I'm here, dog. Hey, listen, and, and, and 350 plus episodes over the years, like, all written and produced, you know, by, you know, by me or whatever. So, like, I, I, I don't understand why people try to, try to, and this is with anybody, with anybody that's doing something, something, trying to build something. Why do we feel the need? To, to to throw stones at folks just to get your point across. Like, the whole point is he wanted to holler at you. Yeah, that, we're not even going to get into the details of that. Right, so that's the whole point. And so the thing is, because he saw that you're always with me, it's all right, let me throw stones at this dude so I, I can get what I want. And let's, not, and let's be clear, this person has tried to audition for me before. And I when I asked him to follow the instructions, because people seem not, not want to know how to follow the instructions... I said, send your headshot and resume, which is not as hard to do. This guy says, check my IMDb page. So let's check the page, shall we? We look on the page. He's extra. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. So, and, I, and again, the reason I'm doing this is because, again, I want to be clear. Because, and me, me inside this conversation... There, there are times, because we are, again, we're all slim, you know, we're all in the industry where people are going to always say something negative. There's always going to be, you got the positive and you got the negative side. There are times where you have to just brush it off. All right, it's not worth my time. Keep it pushing. But there are other times we have to address it. And I truly believe that this was the time to address it. I know a lot of people, especially my family members, they was like, leave it alone, leave it alone. No, it needs to be addressed, especially when you get to a point. So this is what happens later on. So after Saw Soap showed me that, I pretty much send this guy a message, basically just saying, "Hey, just clearing up everything." Um, I basically, long story short, if you have an issue, we can talk about it. Um, you know, let's let's just have a conversation. So then, he doesn't respond to me. He responds to Sa, and and then I'm a, now I'm a clown. You want me to read? So it? go ahead and read the full message that he sends you. There. This is. He's blocked. He did not respond to Carlton. He, respond he, to me, he blocked, blocked me. Carlton. Right. He sends me this message and then blocks me so I can't even respond. Who's that clown that inboxed me talking about he heard I was saying stuff about him? I never said said nothing bad about him or even mentioned his name. The person that would say something to him about me is you, Saw or whatever your name is. Please be care not to burn any bridges in the entertainment industry because you never knows who knows who. For an overgrown man to come to my inbox with some he say, she say worth of worth of three paragraph who I have never met or talked to before stands out like female or sissy because real men don't come to a real hard as man with some he say she say s-h-i-t anyways I never seen none of his or your independent movies low or no budget movies on the big screen or cable network so, first off, um, no, real men address the issue head on. First of all... Um, and not clap back at a female. Exactly. So, the thing was, when I addressed you, you should have sent me You should have sent me that versus you sending it to my female friend. And then, you know, because you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're together right now at this point. Um, 
So I that whole that whole situation is crazy. So then of course, um he blocked like I said, he blocked me, then he blocked her. So I put it on Facebook and said, Hey, if anybody knows this person, let him know that I want to have a face to face conversation with him next time. Cause he's still living in Augusta. He doesn't live here anymore. Um, I said next time I want to have a conversation with him so we can so we can go in and clear the air about what what the issue is. Um, and also I want to say this too. Clearly you have been watching our stuff because you did you did say you saw us on the local news or whatever. So what are you talking about? And he knows about the web series. Clearly, <laughs> dummy. So I don't understand what what he he sound crazy. But anyway, the point and also just to clear the the situation when so when we put it out, all these people start coming out commenting. Basically saying how he's been, and these are mostly women, have basically said that he's been in their inbox. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of, like, it was a lot. I'm telling you, notifications was going off like crazy the other day. That's that status quo sexual harassment. Listen, <laughs> listen. Um, so, I just, like I said, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, Slim, you heard this whole thing, so what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Oh, I call stuff like that dirty macking, and it makes, like, people look bad, like... I know photographers do it a lot. They try to hit up these girls that's like well known with a decent following, and they'll be like, "Hey, you know, um, I seen you did shoots with such and such. Uh, he's not really that good. Come over here with me, and you know." And then as soon as the girl comes up there, they try to get with him. I call that dirty macking. That's gross. You don't have to do no crazy stuff just to try to get at a girl. He could have easily just jumped in her DMs and been like, "I want to take you to dinner." Right. My thing, thank you. And my thing is. Again, you don't have to. My my name didn't even have to be mentioned in that whole situation. Yeah, that's I, weird, I had too. nothing to do with this. With that, this, this is this is not the first time that's happened. Like I said, it's been. I have I, again. People know I have a lot of female friends. So and I work with a lot of women, obviously. Um, and I think what it is is like again, they see me with them, so it's like all right, let me let me throw shots at him, and then they'll that'll make the women want to join my team or whatever. I'm trying to whatever they're trying to do. I don't know. Um, I just think the whole thing was whack. I thought the whole thing was whack. I I really did. I think um this this overgrown man is my parents' age, and I feel like you're if you're my parents' age, you should not be having a conversation with me, trying to trying to argue with me about whatever. And you're not even trying to argue with me because you're trying to you're trying to argue with me through my female friend. I gotta play devil's advocate though. What's so up? Why respond to him anyway? You and you sound like my mama. <laughs> That's what my mom said. The reason why I had to because, first of all, don't spell, don't say my name wrong. Uh, that that <laughs> irritates the biggest. That thing, irritates me. First of all, my name is not Clayton. Um, no. Um, I don't. I just don't like when people people try to undercut the things that I've accomplished. You don't know my story. First of all, um, you don't know all the things that I've had to do or endure to get to where I am today. So, again. Honestly, if 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 the person would have um, just made like a little comment on YouTube or but a comment on Facebook or whatever, I wouldn't respond. I would just left it. It is what it is. I wouldn't care. But the thing that made me want to respond because see, he went through my friend. He went to my friend and tried to throw dirt at me, and so then I was like, "Well, let me just address." I, I was trying to address it in house first of all. Like I wasn't even trying to put everything on social media, but you made it to where I had to do it because you blocked me. So how else am I supposed to get your attention? Have you ever met him before? Never met him, but I've seen again. He's has tried. He's tried to audition for my stuff before. One more question: Do you read YouTube comments? Uh, yes and no. Some of them been real brazen lately. So I mean, I mean brazen. I mean like the bondage episodes. So they've been kind of. 
comments were kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, yes and no. I, I read them. Um, I choose. I want to read them. <laughs> oh, have fun. Um, I um I choose. The ones I, re- I do respond, I mean, I respond to the positive ones a lot of time when they ask questions like, well, whose music is this or whatever, blah, blah, um, The only time I might respond to a negative one on YouTube, what happened? I responded. When they talk when they talk about my actors, I don't like that. Like what? What kind of comments? They'd be like, oh, her, you need to get rid of her. Get her off the show, like, get rid of her, like, and just basically talk about, like, because she's too fat or her hair is ugly. And I don't really take too kind to that. You're not gonna talk about my people. I don't. But I don't. you cast real looking women, not photoshopped women. I so, think that's dope too. Right, like I don't think Carlton has an ugly individual in his web series. Period. In any of them, I think everybody is naturally beautiful, and that's what I really like. And you don't try to do like all this. You know, like the little foggy whatever to try to hide certain things mm. because everybody has imperfections. So you're showing what real people look like. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. So screw the, the people who are saying that they probably got bad bundles too. <laughs> and a couple of roles themselves. Because those are usually the people who really talk about folk. You know what I mean? Because right. they're not secure with themselves and they don't always look, you know, what would be considered the best. Right. And they hide behind keyboards, so they there's some thumb thugs. Yeah, I just um again, like I said again, I, to your to your question about why did I respond again? If I could go back and do it differently yesterday, I don't think I would. I think I would have it the same way. Because again, I feel like when you have an issue, instead of me talking about him to side, like hey da 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 da, I was like, let me go ahead and address it head on, and let's figure out let's figure out what the what the issue is. Because, again, I don't understand why my name had to be included. If you're trying to holler at my friend, she don't want you anyway. Um, then, and the majority of people that you were trying to holler at don't want you. I don't understand why my name has to be included. And I think that the, he got, I think he got so mad because this was his second failed attempt at trying to, whatever, get next to me or get my attention or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. So, he just, he really went about it the wrong way and... You know, we just wish him the best of luck I don't in wish, his journey. I'm about, yeah, you can you can wish him all you want to. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> we uh, wish you well, sir. Saw wishes you well. Carlton would not listen to me when I told him not to message that man. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I'm about to say inside the fence. She did say don't message me. But I mean, you know. I'm going to have to side with her. I wouldn't have messaged him either. Listen, you caught me on the right day. If this and is, I, I basically told him, because I know that this guy has tried to audition for Carlton before. Just to tell him, like, you know, just to have him aware. Like, this guy is trying to throw dirt on you, basically belittle your stuff. So, if he tries to audition again, you know, don't... Ex- you ain't got to say nothing slick when he tries, but don't accept him in. Yeah. Because he would be a snake. Friends you know? and foes. Exactly. I just but read Carlton, your comments, too. Oh, no, my bad. I mean... No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, but Carlton messaged him anyway. He didn't care nothing about what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you called me on the right day. Now, maybe it would have been today. I probably wouldn't have said that. <laughs> but, no, go ahead. I just read the comments. Why Why is it a lot of people commenting on there talking about sorry, God, for watching? Are those bots? Probably so. I don't know. Because they all, yeah, they got to be bots, though. I don't That's know. weird. Yeah. I, I mean, we all know Bonded is a, a sexually hot show. Yeah. So, I don't know why. It's a little risque. It's a lot risque. Well, my character is not. I'm pure. <laughs> <laughs> so describe your character on bondage <laughs> i died of cancer i uh, was i'm bond's mother yeah okay yeah 
Yep. But anyway, if y'all want to go to the show, go to the shows and watch them. Go to youtube.com slash video productions and check them out. Yeah. They're pretty dope. Yeah. Award-winning shows. So. Yeah. That episode three of The Main Way was great, too. Thank you, sir. I had to make sure I text you because I was like, Carlton really outdid itself with that one. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It I, was well shot. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, Y'all definitely watch The Main Way. Um, Slim's in the show. He uh, he appeared on this week, this past episode, and we have the season finale coming out this Friday. So I'm about to take acting classes because I need you to, to be an actor. You told me that. You said you was going to do I it. I am for real. I'm going to do it probably over the summer. I'm going to lose me some weight. I'm going to take me some acting classes. Get my Denzel Washington on. Oh, one, one take Drake. One take Drake. <laughs> one take Drake. <laughs> Every time I shoot, it's going to be one take. <laughs> I one take hold. <laughs> For real, I was sad because uh, what you had said, I told you, I said, um, I mean, I know I suck, but I know I'm better than Lala. And you was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, yeah, okay. I got something oh, for him no. <laughs> Carlton. Listen. The He's truth, so mean. The truth sometimes. hurts sometimes. The truth nah, hurts. He was right, though, because when I seen it back, I was cringing. I was like, ugh, why did I do that? <laughs> but that leads us to the next topic. Let's talk about, because I, I appreciate you, Slim, asking me that question. We're going to talk about the age of the yes man. Because I think a lot of times we... Well, not a lot of times. We are living in an age where people want to disagree with everything they do and say. Um, and I appreciate Slim asking me, yo, why did you respond? Thank you for not being my yes man. You didn't agree with what I did. And I appreciate that. I mean, you need people to help you elevate in life. And that's what that's important. Um, when, when you said you, were, you was better than Lala. No, you're not. I mean... Again, you have to be honest. Um, I feel like that's. Can important. I get my thank you because I did tell you not to respond. You did. To that guy. You did. You did tell me not to respond, but you know, Carlton is definitely the no man. <laughs> no. The no, no. man. Yes, he tell everybody no. Um, but I just think again, we just we live, we are living in a time where we just want everybody to just agree with every single thing that we're doing. I think, and there's a difference between encouragement and being a yes man. I think. Um, I can continue to encourage you in your endeavor, um, but I don't necessarily I don't necessarily have to agree with every single decision that you make. Right. And I understand it's your life, you're gonna do whatever you want to do, you're grown. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I want you I feel like if I see if I see something, because a lot of times we're so blinded by what we wanna do. Um, a lot of times when we're relationships we're blinded by quote unquote love or whatever. If I see that you're going down the wrong road, I'm not gonna let my friend get ran over by a train. If I see this going in front of train tracks, that's you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be a good friend, brother, whatever, cousin, whatever. If I if I just allow you just to you know go and get into a bad situation, um, and I, a lot of times people don't tell me stuff because they feel like I'm so negative, and I don't think I'm a negative person. I just think I'm 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 a realist. However, I will say this: I I do I am working on. I need to continue to work on how I deliver things. I think the way I deliver things can be a little harsh because sometimes a I little. Do. Carlton be like no <laughs> like okay well, that's not a good idea no no sometimes he'll give you a reason why and then other times it's just no Carlton be like that's the whole People need paragraph that, yeah Carlton definitely give it <laughs> for sure I think, I think a lot of these uh, local rappers need to start having more people around them like you I, Please. I, I told Maine I was gonna stop talking about local rappers, but I can't help it. Lord, I just can't that is your that is your thing. You are always talking I about local rappers. I can't help it. I've been trying not to, but because I just be like, I listen to their music and see their videos online, and I'll be like, you got ten people in this video with you, and ain't none of them want to tell you like, hey, bro, this one ain't it. 
Because mm. I know my homeboys, I tell them, like, nah, that one right there, that ain't hitting. Mm. And they listen to it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, people got yes men around them. Send them my way. I give stage presence lessons and how to captivate your audience, artist development. Please send them my way. I think I think they need, like, you know, a business consultant. They need a lot. Some rebranding. <laughs> Not re. Start all over. <laughs> no re. Because whatever you started with ain't working. Yikes. Um. Yeah. I just. Th- I just think it's important. Um. <laughs> especially to again when it comes to. I'm gonna specifically. I'm gonna specifically say relationships too. Cause a lot of people. Um. They're in a relationship. And you're like really happy. You're in love. You're where you're in quote unquote love sometimes. And you're just like I just really want to be with this person and da 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 and it's just like but it's not beneficial to you i don't i'm not seeing the benefactor here like i'm just not seeing it yeah i mean maybe a lot of times of course from the outside looking in you're not going to see everything but a lot of times too when you're outside you can be objective about stuff too Mm -hmm. um there was a situation where this person was with somebody and it was like they were constantly like arguing like all the time and i'm just like and again i'm not saying because your relationship is gonna it's gonna be perfect it's not gonna be perfect no relationship is perfect no friendship no nothing but it's like if i see you in a situation like you're always and this is your natural personality you're always happy and just full of life and everything and then when i when you're with this person you're always in a bad mood you're always crying always complaining blah 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 i'm like so why are you with this person all right and, and as your friend, I'm just telling you, you can get out. Like, you can leave the situation. I mean, no sex is that good to where you have to stay in a in a, 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 a terrible situation. I'm not even talking about, I'm not even going into domestic violence. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just you are pure miserable. Always arguing. Always got a headache. You know what I'm saying? Always crying. Always want to be in a dark room. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... Why are you in that situation? I, and I feel like I'm I'm a type of person that's going to just be like, hey, tell, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I want people around me that's going to tell me the truth. Like, tell me when you see me veering. I may not listen to you at first, instance, with this whole social media thing. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> but I'll eventually come around and, I, and I'll eventually be appreciative. My cousin, I always give him a shout out because he, he told me this. There was a point in time where I always used to... Um, get upset you know of course of course when people don't support you or whatever and i told you i took the word support out of my vocabulary this year that's gone um but i used to get upset about that and my cousin was like yo why are you always going in on people that's that's not supporting you you are you are spiting those that those of us that do and at first i want y'all to listen i said man shut up i ain't trying to hear that like like just fall back <laughs> but i texted him like a couple of days later i said hey man first i apologize i said hey man you were right um, you're absolutely right, and you need those people around. Just gonna when when they when they see you slipping or they see you kind of not going in the in the direction they think not they think the direction that you should be going with your life. It's okay. I think it's okay to say something. Mm-hmm. I just I just think it's it's I, it definitely is all about the delivery because if you come out disrespectful, of course we won't get defensive. Obviously, right. So. Yeah. Absolutely, we are living in the late uh, age of yes men and women. Um, people don't know how to have conversations. They everybody swears, you know, they're an adult until it's actually time to be an adult. Mm. And being an adult, you have to take those no's. 
Um, and, and we don't call the L's losses. We take, we call them lessons. I like and, that. In life, we get lessons. That's just how it is. And everybody's not going to agree with you or shouldn't agree with you on every single thing you do. Because if they do, then you have a false relationship. Um, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, whether you all are related. If these people agree with you on every single thing you do, then they're lying to you. Mm. And you they cannot be trusted. Mm. Which means they're just trying to use you mm. um, to get whatever it is they want. And then they graze on. So I like when people tell me no um it, it, again it's the way you say it right right and, right and sometimes i may say like i don't want to hear that mm-hmm. you know I, I a lot of times i say i don't want to hear that but i have the ability to go and think about it mm-hmm. you know think about what whoever really cares about me said and then come to a a sound conclusion Mm. afterwards and when i come to a sound conclusion i may not go about what i was going to do the way i was going to originally go about it i may tweak it a little bit or i may go about it the same way i intended to or i may not do it but you know i thought about what whoever loved me said yeah so yeah i think like i said again i think i think it's just we it's i think it's okay to um it's okay to hold people that I'm talking about people that you like that you hold dear your loved ones, um, family, your friend, people that you really consider your close knit circle. Mm-hmm. It's okay to hold others accountable. It's okay to, it's okay to be held accountable. I think it's important. That's important for us to as as we grow, that's how we mature, that's how we move forward in life. Because you have to be held accountable for your actions, your words and everything else. Um and again, just even going back to that whole situation, I think um like you said, I, I did say like if I could do it over, I wouldn't. But just in hindsight, just going back to thinking about it, um, I think definitely again, I think just I have to work on. I get triggered easily. Like when I when I hear again when I hear people throwing salt on on the stuff that you've taken years to build and you're just still trying to build, it's like that's a trigger. That's a trigger for me. So it's like oh I gotta I gotta clap back. I got to like that's a mm-hmm. it's a must. Because ain't nobody about this, ain't no more for about to disrespect me. Like, I don't do, I don't do disrespect. So, gotta clap back and let them know who it, who it is and what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of that's a thing for me. So like, I, that's something I have to, I'm continuing to work on. Um, I'm gonna give myself props though. I've gotten better though. Because if this was like 2016, this has been a whole situation. Stay positive and don't worry about the negative, dog. That's what I do. I'm, and me personally, I try to. Keep myself around positive people. People mm-hmm. doing the same thing I'm doing. Because I'm going to be honest. Sometimes you get sucked into them crazy lifestyles that you used to being in. Yeah. You got to switch out of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. What was that meeting you had from that time? What, what year was that? Uh, that was in 2016. There we go. There we go. <laughs> was, that, it was like that, November, December. Been, you knew me back then. Out of the whole, whole, the whole different situation. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to admit. That was a little better. Carlton used to be like, you can catch these hands. <laughs> and I didn't say nothing about throwing hands. I didn't say nothing about meet me in the streets. Well, we mm-hmm. went to Charlotte and the guy like bumped into us or something. You was like, he ready? Because he can catch the hands. I was like, oh my God. I said, Carlton, we not in our old city. Like, chill out. <laughs> I Everybody said, we was with was drunk, so I'm like, they not gonna be of no use. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
gonna be me, you, and my sister because we was the only ones not drunk. Right? Yeah, that was that was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, like you're right. I just like again, we we it, that's what life is about. It's about evolving. Um, you know, we I I started the new year over in February, so um, so yesterday wasn't a good day for me, but the, the new year is gonna be great since we started over February first. Um, so yeah. We are actually going to go to, looks like we're going to go a little longer than the hour because we got some more stuff that I definitely want to get into. So, um, real quick, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play some music. Oh, I know what we're going to play. So, you guys, I'm, um, I'm venturing into releasing, uh, spoken word. I'm really, I want to give a shout out to my friend Sai while she's here, give her her flowers while she's alive. Um, I really, I do appreciate you because again, <laughs> you've really given me, you gave me the confidence to really put my poetry out there. Um, for those who don't know, I've, re- I've been writing poetry since I was like a little kid. Um, I always write, wrote, um, my Auntie Carla, she took me to my first, um, it wasn't an open mic. It was, I read a poem, but it was in front of college students. I was only like in the 10th, 10th or 11th grade, but it was in front of all these college kids or whatever. They were talking about all this crazy stuff. I was like, whoa, my poems really PG. Um <laughs> but the, but they was but they was feeling that though it was dope. Um it was it was actually doing Black History Month um during this month and they was talking about, you know, the struggle and all this other stuff. I don't know about no struggle. I was just a little, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm talking about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and stuff and how much they, they did for us and stuff. But no um that was my first time doing it but I, but my first time as an adult was um at Dope Spit. Um, and you really encouraged me to really kind of just, um, you know, actually, honestly, the way you put on the show and see how you encourage all the other spoken word artists, that gave me the courage to get out there and read my poetry. Now, I'm not, I don't consider myself a spoken word artist because that's a whole different situation. You got to, you know, <laughs> that's a whole different caliber. I, I, I do consider myself a poet. I will get up and read my poetry, um, and different things like that. So I want to thank you for that. Um, thank you for opening the platform. Thank you for giving me the confidence to do it because I would not have put out, um, this single that will be coming out on Valentine's Day. It's called For a Brief Moment in Time. Um, it's featuring Saw Jules and Q Butler of EQ. Yes. Um, and I'm really excited. Um, it's a really, it's a really, uh, somewhat sensual, somewhat, but it's basically talking about just that moment where you cross the line with somebody that that that's your friend. Yeah. Like it's like some it's like you you have feelings but you never admit them but that one that one time it's like it's that perfect moment and you decide to just go for it and it happens but it's only it's brief. Give it to me. Ha. <laughs> um but no, nah, nah, nah. it's 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 really dope again. I I really appreciate it. Shout out to Carlos and Janika for being my cover models. Um when we shoot the music video, they'll be the stars of the music video. Um, shout out to Daddy Blaze and Jorge Castillo. I hope I'm saying your name right. They mixed and mastered the joint. And a big shout out to my homeboy Claude Deuce who produced the track. Um, so I'm really excited. So I'm gonna play. We're gonna play a little clip of it for you guys. Y'all listen to it, check it out, and we're gonna be back fire and ice and talk about some more stuff, including Diddy and versus Mace. Um, and get into that and how artists should read your contracts. Yeah. Or get somebody to read it for you. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that topic. Yeah, so let's. We'll be back. Uh, you're listening to Fire and Ice. Nothing lasts forever. Why can't it last forever? But if only for this moment in time, I'm here 
for this moment in time For a brief moment in time You were able to open my eyes I saw you for who you really are What was once dead inside began to rise For a brief moment in time My feelings were not ignored My heart was able to feel again My love for you subtly soared For a brief moment in time, you allowed me inside. What we felt for one another, we no longer had to hide. For a brief moment in time, that look in your eyes gave me a sign that my heart belonged to yours and your soul connected with mine. Nothing lasts forever. Why can't this last forever? But if only for the moment. All right, guys, welcome back to Fire and Ice. We are here with guest Saw Jules. You said you're Hurricane, right? No, I'm Earthquake. Earthquake, I'm sorry. So, Fire and Ice, we haven't done nicknames in a long time, but Fire and Ice, we're here with uh, uh, Earthquake, and we got more fire because he stole my name that first time he came on here. He was like, I'm fire. I was like, wait a minute, how are you fire? That's who it was? That's him. He told me about you. <laughs> I was like, how are you going to steal mine? I was like, all right, well, I can still have it. I'm going to be Charizard. Huh? I'm going to be Charizard, the Pokemon character. I was like, what is that? Yeah, I didn't know what that was either. <laughs> yeah, man. But shout out to Maine and his absence. Hope you feel better, man. Um, Get better. Get some rest and everything. We're going to continue talking here on Fire and Ice. Um, real quick, before we get into the Diddy Mace topic. Um, Tyler Perry, $26 million on Netflix. He had 26, was I think it was streams, reviews, whatever. It's $26 million, whatever. For a fall from grace? Yes. Or a fall from grace? A fall from grace, yes. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you said um, you didn't like it. Yeah, I want to speak about you, that. You, you, you can speak on it, um, and, and I'm going to respect your opinion on it, definitely. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to TP. Again, whether again whether you liked it, disliked it, whatever, that's huge. $26 million, that's a lot. Um, but that's I'm gonna, a big accomplishment. It is. It's huge. And the thing is, with TP... Because, again, I've always said this. I don't like everything that he does, but I respect his business. I respect his grind, his hustle. And the man knows his audience. People are going to support TP. It could be he can just film that Hawks hat that's on uh, that's on Slim's thing right there. Just film it for an hour and 30 minutes. And people going to watch it because it's Tyler Perry. I was about to say that it's more so like the power of social media because he was trending like that whole week. Just strictly off mm-hmm. of off of people talking good and bad about the movie or about him needing writer, uh, writers or lack of or whatever they was talking about. Yeah. And let's be clear. A Fall From Grace debuted the same opening weekend as Bad Boys 3. Mm. Mm. I didn't even think of that. And it was more of them talking about A Fall From Grace and Tyler Perry than Will Smith Martin Lawrence in this opening nah, weekend. I don't know. They made fifty million opening weekend. Now. <laughs> yeah, but you they made the money, but people were talking, talking about, about the, a fall yeah. from grace on social media. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Bo- bad boys would get one or two comments, and then there's fifty comments about Tyler Perry, whether it was good or bad. You know, you only heard good stuff about. Bad, Bad Boys. Boys Three, but you heard it all from Tyler Perry, and and there were the memes out there. When you mm-hmm. when you get memes, you've made it. Yeah, it's over with. Yeah. What so, he said, Ashtray. <laughs> he said, Ashtray B. Right. <laughs> that horrible wig. 
Lord, yes. Lord, Lord, Lord. I liked it though. I liked the wig. Like you did? Yeah, like he I is? knew what he was going for. Yeah, I'm talking about like just the thought process of having people have horrible wigs. I get it because it catches your attention. As soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, I know why he picked that wig because it looks crazy. Like that was his whole thought process behind like making that character look like that. That's why I liked it. Mm. I thought it was gonna be based in like 1990 with the way his hair was, <laughs> but no, <laughs> it was 2000. Now the movie overall, though. Go ahead. Go I ahead. said I feel like you and Maine owed me two hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so trash. But see, I already knew it because I don't like Tyler Perry movies. Mm. He doesn't. He he's never made a movie I like. Mm. And I seen maybe three or four of them. And I I wasn't gonna watch that one, but I was there when y'all was recording about the episode, and I was like, you know what, um, I'm gonna go watch it, especially since Maine liked it. I was like, yeah, let me go watch because Maine don't like nothing. Right. Then right. I went and watched it. I think I watched it in two nights. The first night I watched the hour, and I remember t- pausing it, turning it off, and thinking to myself, like, I just watched the hour of this movie and nothing happened. Hmm. I was like, that's how you know this movie is trash. <laughs> Second night, I finished it up only because I said something to you on Facebook about it. You and did. I was like, I can't be making comments and I ain't even seen the whole movie. So I watched the rest of it and I was like, this is like the worst horror film of all times. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the thing is, though, I can respect that versus because you don't get on social media and, and talk about him all the time, like how much you hate him. Oh yeah, no. You know I actually, I actually like him as a businessman. So, but that's what I'm saying. So, I feel like it's okay. You're not gonna like everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm a big Kendrick Lamar fan. But his music videos to me, some of them are real trash. I'm like, I don't like that music video. So, I, but I can be objective. I can still like you as an artist, but I'm not like everything that you do. You know what I'm I saying? I don't like to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, I, I, I'm I like not a it. Fan of that. I like it, but you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I no. haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the thing is, everybody doesn't like that album. But I mean, I, I like, I appreciate it because I understand what he was doing with the album. A lot of people say but it's a, a classic, though. But a lot of people say, but but there's a lot of people that think like you that they don't like it. So they say they, he missed the mark on that one. It just, it just reminds me of the encyclopedia. Hmm? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like you can go get your information from like a nice documentary with cinematic sounds in the background, mm. or you can go read it in the documentary. Which one? I'm in the uh, encyclopedia. Which one you going to pick? I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you're going to watch the documentary. That's yeah. how that album feels to me. It's like, um, you went kind of OD with the with the, with the the uh, pro-black topic. You know what I'm saying? But he had to, though. And that, the, the climate that we good kid to Mad The City climate that we this. were in when that album came out, like, that was so necessary. I feel it, though. I just... It's, 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 it's me. It's, it's not, not It's not your, it's com- it's not your cup yeah. of tea. I can respect that, though. Yeah, like I it's said, just it's just, it is what it is. Again, like you, you're not going to like everything that an artist does, unless you're in the beehive. Damn was great though. Oh, that was a good album, definitely for sure, definitely. Yeah. I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to rap. I mean, the extent of my Kendrick Lamar knowledge is, you know, he takes some sips and he drown in some liquor or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's his first single. <laughs> Not swimming pools. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of music, let's get into this Diddy versus May situation now. So the Grammys um, just happened, obviously, and um, people Diddy went on and said that uh, the Grammys is racist against Black people. Um, there's been a lot of artists that's been saying that, um, yeah. but I did start watching the Grammys. But did, I, you know what? This is a sidebar. I I did watch the Grammys. I always watch the Grammys. Um, but I watched it this year. It didn't really do nothing for me this year. It was just kind of like, uh. I mean, honestly. 
Well, I mean, clear, let's be clear. Obviously, the dark cloud was Kobe Bryant passed away that day. So it was like, it was already a dark cloud over the day. But even, I feel like, but I told my sister, even if he didn't pass, I still feel like the Grammys would have been blah. It just wasn't, the performances weren't, it wasn't nothing that was like eye catching to me. That was the, Is oh. it me or does it feel like somebody always passes away right before a award show and they try to switch up the show? So, you know, no, that, happens a, lot. that happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. I remember, like I said, when I know when Michael Jackson passed the BT Awards, yep. That's they, the they switched that whole thing. That that beat, that whole, that award show was horrible. Horrible. The BT Awards been bad for a long time, though. But, you know, I still support it because I feel like, here's the thing, I, and, and this is another subject. Um, The thing is, these artists, they get on here and they say how much the Grammys are racist. They say how much the Oscars are racist and blah, blah, blah. But these same artists, I never see them at the NAACP Image Awards. Nope. Never see them at the BET Awards. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you want, if you want something, go to the places that celebrate you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really want to see the change or really be appreciated, go where. And the thing is, I saw a lot of people was getting upset because there weren't a lot of black artists, um, not a lot of black actors or whatever being nominated in the uh, Academy Awards this year. Um. But there were definitely I didn't see as much no when the, when the Image Awards nominations came out nobody talked about that. I was like we we are trying to celebrate our own people, but y'all getting upset because you didn't get nominated for an Academy Award. They yeah. were never designed for us. We a lot of black people just want to be accepted. Stop wanting to be accepted. Exactly. You put so much value in people that are not part of your culture, part of your race. And you just throw your own culture and your own race away, which is absolutely asinine to me. But you know, but the thing is, uh, the thing is, again, we we applauded Tyler Perry last year. He said, "We building my own table." Da da da. We was like, "Yeah, build your own table, build your own table." But now you're whining because the Academy Award didn't nominate you. I thought we were building our own tables. I like what Tyler the Creator said at the Grammys, though. I love that little speech he had. He had a whole little speech about how um how basically they don't respect rappers in all genres. Like he said, Yeah, I made a great album, but it wasn't a rap album. Y'all basically feel like since I'm a rapper, it's it's automatically a rap album and it mm. goes into the rap category. Mm. And that's exactly what it is. Like those people are a little a little biased because they don't know anything about our culture. And it's our fault that we we're still even entertaining it. That's why I don't watch it because I'm like I never liked them. They mm. didn't give Snoop no Grammy. They ain't gave Ice Cube no Grammy. So I can't take them serious. And that's even and I'm not even a big fan. I don't even like this artist. Like Lil Nas X when he came out. Of course, like he's a country artist, but I mean they placed him like he's the, 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 the rap like or whatever. So I mean he's the poster child for them. I I, I feel what you're saying on that. Um, but we won't get to this Diddy. But like I said again, he he. He um was basically talking about the Grammys, of course, saying that they're racist, da da da, sort of stuff. So Mace decides that he wants to go ahead and spill a little tea. <laughs> it's it's a lot, so I'm gonna read it. Um, here's story time with Carlton. <laughs> All right, so here's this verbatim. I heard your Grammy speech about how you are now for the artist and about how the artist must take back control. So I will be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask of other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us right, us right as black people better, especially the creators. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artists, and to that, my response is if you want to see change, you can make a change today by starting with yourself. 
Your past business practices normally has continued purposely starved your artists and has been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain the Icon Award on the Iconic Bad Boy label. For example, you still got my publisher from 24 years ago in which you gave me 20K, which makes me never want to work with you as an artist when after you know someone is robbing you and tarnishing your name when you, you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. However, people would always ask, what's up with Mace? So I would be forced to still perform to not look crazy when I got getting peanuts and the robbery would continue. So many great moments in people's lives and music were lost. But again, I rode with you in the face of death without flinching and you still wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great so I can ensure that I was addressing this from a pure place and not out of spite. To add insult, you keep screaming black excellence and love, but I know love isn't free. So I offer you $2 million in cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as his biggest artist alive. They always show you respect for you giving me an opportunity at 19 years old. Your response was if I can match with what the European guy offered him, that would be the only way I could get it back. Or else I can wait until I'm 50 years old and it will revert back to me from when I was 19 years old. You bought it from up for about 20k. I offered you. I lost my spot. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, I offered you. I offered you two million cash. Yeah. This is not black excellence at all. When our own race is enslaving us, if it's about us owning, it can't be about us owning each other. No more hiding behind love. You change. Give the artists back their money so they can take care of their families. You was a great popcorn reader in elementary school, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I used to read a lot. I used to stutter real bad, so I sucked. Yeah, I always, I always <laughs> was the one that was reading in class. Um, that was a lot. Ooh, that was a fool. Yeah, that was um, he ain't, he ain't getting that publishing. He might as well charge that to the game though. So <laughs> what do y'all what are y'all thoughts on that? Because again, it's, it's uh, it goes back to the argument of paperwork. At the end of the day, as far as I like, read your contract, getting somebody an attorney or something to read, not being not allowing people to rush you into signing contract. There was I was in a situation before where um this is with a streaming service. And they wanted to, uh, they wanted to stream my shows, but they wanted, they wanted exclusively. And I was, I, I had just got the papers, and it was like, I need you to hurt and sign it today. No, I'm gonna let my, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna let my, my, um, uh, my mom read it. I'm gonna let my attorney read it, and I'm gonna read it again. You're not gonna rush me into signing something. So I knew it was, I knew it was, it was false because you're rushing me trying to. Like, I need it today, not with all these little letters. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need it today. Not with that fine print, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. So I, I, I think it it comes down to the argument of whose fault is this really? Is it is it Diddy or are we are we can we put the blame on Mace or do we put the blame on on Mace's people? Business wise, the blame goes to Mace and whoever his team is. Morally, it goes to Diddy. Mm-hmm. Um. This is what I say. They had a signed contract, and it it was a horrible contract. Mm. Um, but it is your obligation before you sign your name on anybody's dotted line to make sure it meets your qualification. I mean, um, your necessities. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure it has everything in there that you need, that you want, that you desire. And if it doesn't, then that's when you negotiate. That's what you have attorneys for. Mm-hmm. You tell your attorneys what you want, and they negotiate what your requirements are mm-hmm. um morally did he knew he was taking advantage of these artists yeah let's be clear he did the same thing to biggie that's how the game go though it does it does um that's why i say morally it's diddy's 
you know, that's his responsibility. But business-wise, it's on Mace. We also have to remember that this was the 90s. The music industry was totally different back then. Absolutely. Like, no artists owned their publishing, our masters back then. Right, absolutely. (laughs) So it's like now, in today's world, you know, a lot of people are putting information out there like, hey, as an artist, you don't even really need no record label. Make Mm -hmm. sure you own your masters, things like that. That's just how the business go. Um, Mace also got to understand that that was Diddy's company. So he owned the rights to that. Diddy didn't come a, a, a billionaire by... By playing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he needed Diddy. Diddy needed him. That's how it went. He made the money off of it. He's still making money off of it. He owns a percentage. He just doesn't own the publishing. He just got played basically and now he mad about it. All artists get played though. That's the game. Yeah. You sign back deals so you can get on and then put yourself in a position where you can own, own your own. Mace's problem is he fell off. He made a really good album. I was listening to Harlem World today. Then came back up with um, Double Up. Double Up was trash. And then he just stopped rapping and disappeared. That's so his he, fault. He didn't double up. Nah, he didn't double <laughs> up. Harlem <laughs> World sold like what? Like four four million copies and double up sold like five hundred thousand. Mm. Wow, that's that's pretty yeah. yeah. Mm. But if you is 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 well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm asking this question already knowing the answer, but I just wanna hear y'all thoughts on it. Is this a Diddy thing? Because y'all know Diddy is like <laughs> No, come, come on, y'all know Diddy with the groups and the Pebbles did it to TLC. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, this ain't this ain't a Diddy this thing. Was, this is a was music a industry. Eighties and nineties thing. This is what was going on. No, this ain't even eighties and nineties because this happened with like the groups from the sixties and seventies and all that stuff. Mm. They weren't getting any money. Yeah. Um. So this has been going on in the music music industry for decades. Mm. Um. But I will say this: like, if Diddy is out here making speeches and he, you know, talking this good talk, go ahead and make them wrongs right. You a billionaire? Pay them folks. Pay them <laughs> or or put them on. Do something. I'm about to say I don't I don't, I don't necessarily because again legally I'm not giving up. I'm about to say legally. <laughs> He's not obligated to do so. No, but I'm say, I know you're saying morally though. But I feel like I, I would I would rather him if you're gonna make it right, do something now versus yeah. you trying to pay everybody back. No, they signed the contract. That's just on them. But I feel like yeah, if you want to, I guess help. Did y'all Mace, give him the publishing though of what the, of the old stuff. Yeah, Harlem World. We're strictly me, talking about Harlem World here. Let me just let me say this because think. I have like this huge moral compass, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if we have a relationship, if like, let's say, cause me and Carlton are really, really good friends mm-hmm. and I, and he signs this horrible deal with my company. And if I valued our friendship at one point in time and I got a billion dollars that I'm sitting on, what is it going to hurt me? Cause that's not going to take from the money I already have yeah. to give him his publishing. It's not going to hurt me because I'm like, dude, I did you wrong. I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to make my wrongs. Did he need to learn? I'm taking it so personal. Did he need to learn because he did not marry Kim Porter? He messed up and he, I feel like he, he knows that and he needs to make these things right. Cause he, he put all this regret on social media about, you know, the way he did Kim Porter, you know, and now she's passed away. She's had three babies for him and now she's passed away and he regrets the way he treated her. What you he need have, to marry her for? Why he didn't marry her? Cause I said, he, no, I'm saying, why do you say he needed to marry her? Well, he said he should have married her. Because she was That's like... That's a weird situation to me. It is. Like, she she had his first child, and then he had, you know, kids in between them, and then she had his twins, his last set of kids. Yeah. And he was like, she was the one. She was the one. And I 
played too many games with her heart and I should have married her. If that didn't teach him to make wrongs right, I don't know what else will. So, so you saying that he should every group or every artist that he's? No, I ain't say screwed. every. I'm just asking. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's that's the question. I was asking like is every mm. because again, I feel like again, I get you morally. It was wrong, but at the end of the day, too, we all are our own entity. So right. I feel like as an artist, because a lot of times you're so thirsty to get on, mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, let me go and sign this real quick, because you want to be famous or you want. You see the insta money or that money right there that you have to pay back that you they don't tell you but you definitely got to pay that back. Right. Um, Anything that says advance, yeah, you, that's not true. Artists like they don't understand like that's what I'm how saying. Work because how it worked back then was um, you came out, you signed to a record label, they basically owned your whole life, yep. and then you put yourself in a position to where you could own your uh, masters. You renegotiated your contract. It still works like that today. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You didn't have no leverage. <laughs> right. And now you asking about an album from 97? Harlem World came out 97? 96, 97? You asking about an album from back then. It's like, bro, okay, he paid $20,000 for it. Now you want to give him $2 million. Mace know that album ain't worth no $2 million. That album is probably worth probably over $10 million. Mm. So, no, he don't want to give it to you. And I don't blame him. That's I, just me personally. I, I don't blame him. I, 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 again, we always have this conversation. We've always had this conversation about, you know, friendship versus business and everything. A lot of times when you go into business with your friends, things can get murky. Um, I think, it again, I think it just depends on your moral compass. I feel like, again, legal-wise, legal, legal wise, Diddy has no obligation to give him his publishing at all. He signed the contract. He has no obligation to sell him, sell it to him for $2 million. Um, but morally, I feel like, again, if that's something that he feels that he should do to ease his conscience or whatever, then I say go ahead and do it. Um, but I don't think Mace has to pressure him to do that because, again, you signed the papers. I mean, and he shouldn't have took it to social media either. Like, yeah, Mace that's whack. I hate go. when people do that. Like, yeah, that's so not the way to do, do it, it nowadays, too. And it's not going to, I mean, come on now. Diddy moves the way he wants to move, and he's been like that forever. We already know that social media is not going to. Tell Diddy what to do. No. He's not going to listen. You know what I mean? And I don't know what their relationship was. Like, Ludacris and his homeboy, I can't think of his name, but they've been rocking with each other since way before Ludacris got into the music business. Since before Ludacris was um, on the radio and all that stuff. And Ludacris made him a promise. He said, we're not going to sign no contracts. You know, I'm going to make sure I take care of you. You're going to get a certain amount of percentage whatever and they shook hands and they have had no issues all these 20 some odd years they have had no issues and some people just have relationships like that i don't know if diddy and mace had a a friendship you know i think it was probably just business mace came along because um biggie passed you know what i mean so he needed somebody, the next big thing to to pop and it wasn't gonna be shine shine sounded like biggie but he didn't. He couldn't deliver. I ain't never like Sean. Yeah, well, clearly the world didn't either. Thanks. But May should be happy because I think he owned a publishing the Welcome Back. The album he dropped in like 2004. Mm-hmm. He should be happy with that trash album. Um, Try to get some money off of that. I didn't know about that one. <laughs> you didn't? You never heard yeah, that song? The Welcome Back? Welcome Back. Oh, no. I know you like that. I didn't. No. I didn't hear I like that, that song. One. Oh, that song was hitting. That song was hitting. I never heard the album, but that song was hitting. You like Breeze Shake? Let it go. Breathe straight, shake, let it go. No. Breathe straight, shake, <laughs> no. let it go. <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna be honest. That whole music wave from like 2003 to like 2004 was a little shaky. 
Oh, no. Especially oh, wow. the, the, the Soldier Boy times. Oh, that no. Was shaky. Not Super Soldier. Come on. I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, man, no. I ain't gonna lie. I, I like so. I like Soulja Boy. His nephew was listening to it last night. <laughs> <laughs> Soulja Boy dancing. is the reason why I stopped going to school, dog. I swear, I used to go to school and I used to look at the news, and Damo was on the news, mm. and they used to be on the news doing the Soldier Boy. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't be here, dog. Listen, let them super soak it. I hate that song. <laughs> so it's the so boy corny. up in there. Oh, watch me there. Watch me. Oh, Superman there. Oh, now it's watch so me. You corny, dog. But I mean, he Soldier Boy did something for the culture. You know, he made. YouTube oh yeah, I never take that. He, away he did right? absolutely, absolutely. He had some stupid catchy hook, and from that, he's the reason why people don't need record deals. Speakers Let's going hammer, bammer, bammer, bammer. Soldier Boy did something real creative too. Like back in the LimeWire days, mm -hmm. he would like take the, the the most popular songs and name. And, Name his uh, songs after them. So when you went to go download like Nelly Country Grammar, it would be his song. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he did this thing. I mean, he's a little cuckoo, but you know, he he's a smart guy. Oh, he definitely on that thing for sure. And I don't, <laughs> I don't think he gets it. I don't think he gets enough credit for the the trend that he set. But uh, y'all didn't answer my question though. Would oh. y'all give it back? You said yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, would I, I give know, it back? I forgot about the question. If it was Carlton, yes. I think. Well, it, I would have <laughs> never took it to begin with. I think it depends. I think it. I, I, it depends on the relationship with the person. Yeah. So are me and are me and May's friends? Or are we just a business associates? I don't care either one. Let's say business associates though. I'm not gonna take advantage of people anyway. Um, it's just not me. No, I, I probably end up giving it back. I think me knowing me, I would. Think about how many commercials you've heard in the last 10 years that had what you want. I can think of three. It's a Pepsi commercial. Um, What else? It was a Pepsi commercial. Not a Nike. It was some other shoe and something else. They had what you want. So, like I said, I know Diddy done made at least $100 million off of this album. He's not giving that album. Yeah, but see, like I said again, I know me and you, we had different, me and you have different thought processes, especially when it comes to different stuff. So, I think, I I think, especially the older I get, I think more, I try, I think more of my heart than my head a lot of times. So, I think in that instance, I, I probably would be the one, probably, especially if I had a conversation with my mom, I'd probably done giving him, giving it back. I've never been that type of person in my life to be I mean I can be savage don't get me wrong but I don't take advantage of people so I wouldn't have never created a contract where I had sole rights over you know all of his mm -hmm. publishing and stuff like that I would have never I mean I would have definitely had a nice percentage for sure but I wouldn't have let him walk away with like two or three percent no yeah. I wouldn't do that. I'm not like I'm not that type of person. Yeah, I, like I said, even even now, even though ain't, you know nobody VPN get paid yet, um, you know I I run VPN on an honest scale right now anyway, and I I foresee myself doing that in the future. So I don't I, I'm with so I, I don't think I would I wouldn't have people sign a trash contract to begin with in the first place. So, um, but let's just say we are we are Diddy. Let's say both of us are Diddy right now. Um, I would love that bank account. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it would just depend on the relationship with the, with the person. But again, it would depend on what day you catch me on. Because if I'm feeling real like, oh man, I need to, my heart is real big right now. I'm brother love right now. Then 
I probably end up giving it back to you. But if you catch me as Puff Daddy, <laughs> you ain't getting that back. He gonna have to start giving everybody they publishing. He he give Mace his. But I and that's the thing. That's another. That's another door a monster that's gonna be a beast. Cause yeah, if Mace get his bad. Of course you gonna hit one twelve gonna knock. Total gonna knock. Danny Kane. Locked. Day twenty six. Uh, who else was with with him? Um, yeah, I can't think of nobody else right now. But it's a lot of folks. Sure, new additions with him at one point. They did one album with him. I mean, it was trash, but they did one album with Bad Boy. Pay shine back legal fees. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's 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 that definitely jail phone album. If that know, if, right? if it happens, that's definitely gonna be. I didn't think about that. That's gonna be a monster. Yeah, it would be for sure, and so, that's why you would get him. You, I mean, even though it always gets out anyway, but you have these NDAs and all that. And I just think I I just think. I think you should a lot. You can't. Unfortunately, we don't have a time machine, so you cannot go back in the past and change stuff. So I think you should just move better moving forward. So if you want to, industry then though. That's huh? I said that was the industry then. I know that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying so now because we're in an age of you don't necessarily need a record deal to hit. So I say Diddy, if you want to make things better, Diddy can help him make put him in a position to help himself now. That's what I'm saying. Like Tyler Perry does. Yeah. Tyler Perry revamps a lot of people's careers. I don't know if y'all remember back in like 2009, 2010, it was a big thing because Drake and Nicki basically like signed a deal with Young Money and they own 90% of their masters. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. That was like the turning point from when like artists had leverage, but most artists nowadays ain't Drake and Nicki. (laughs) Yeah. No. So you're not about to own your masters. Right. Like Lil Pump. Lil Pump got some bangers. He don't own none of that. Mm. Who owns all their masters? Chris Brown, right? Um, he, it's he, a couple artists that own all he their owns, masters. Yeah, that became big last year. Chris, I forgot who else they said, but it was like major news last year. Yeah. You just got to make better decisions. It's a couple artists that's like fully independent, like Chance the Rapper. He's fully independent. Mm-hmm. He got a deal with uh with Apple. Um, It's an artist named Rush. Y'all probably don't know him. He's a white boy. He, um... He owns 100% everything, and he engineers his own music. He produces all his own music. Mm. That boy got some money. And that's the way you need to That's how you need to move. You have to move like that now. You know, you have to learn how to do everything because, like you said, the entertainment business is grimy, and people will nickel, especially a new artist, Mm -hmm. they will nickel and dime you for everything. And you just got to be like, you know what? I'm gonna learn how to do it myself. I'm good. And here's the thing, and I and I and I had to go back to the former topic at hand that we talked about already. Um, but it even goes beyond just music. I, I think 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 I just think this entertainment business in general. I mean, look at podcasting. I feel like um, with podcasting, you record it yourself. You have so many different avenues you can get your you can disseminate your message out there. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to be on the radio or be whatever. Um, you can always go independent route and get just get your stuff out there. Put it on Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, Apple, whatever. You can just do it yourself. Um, when it comes to web series, um, stuff like that, because I know guy was talking about how I, I've never seen this stuff on t on local TV or whatever. I mean, not local, but on TVs, whatever big screen. Who it doesn't matter. The thing is. First of all, the web is worldwide, first off. Second of all, there's so many independent routes of... You, there's so many web series that have been picked up. They've been on they've been on BET Heart. They've been on the BET streaming services. They've been on all these different stuff. So we're now living in an age we don't necessarily need the big networks to 
have your stuff on, on there. You can put do it yourself and, and keep it pushing and get your own deals. Um, and to be honest, our show just got uh, ambitious. Has just got canceled. It only did one season on own. And I was I having and show. I was having a conversation with my mom. I was like, I don't even think I even want to be signed to a, a network anymore because. If you think about it again, it's like the music industry. When you sign that contract, they literally own your stuff. Yep. Depending on what kind of contract you sign. So when it comes to television, so let's say I write this twelve episode show, the executives can go and be like, "Oh, I don't like that. Change that. I don't like that actress. Get rid of her." They nine times out of ten, if you shop your your script to a network and they pick it up, they're not going to choose any of your actors. Exactly. Any of them. You can't take none of your people. And your people get mad at you. Right. You don't really need them no more nowadays, though. Like, you're on YouTube right now. There's like a hundred YouTubers that make seven figures. That's what I'm saying. Yep. That's like, you don't, you don't need TV anymore. So, that's to be honest, again, Tyler Perry, again, we, I talk about him a lot, but Tyler Perry created the blueprint. And I feel like you, we have access to do all the things that we, that people would depend on networks to do back then. We can do that ourselves now. And you can make those figures on YouTube. You can create your own streaming services. You can do your own thing. I got an associate right now that Nelson works with. I know, I, you know, I know if I haven't met him, he has his own streaming server that he does on his own. He does really well. Yep. And he does his own content. So you don't need the networks. You don't need the music industry to put your art out there. You, you, just, have, you just have to be diligent and consistent to do it yourself. <clears throat> a lot of times, unfortunately, we have artists that are lazy. We have right. artists. Who are depict? They want people to give them the opportunity. They don't want to work for opportunity. Oh Jesus! I wrote a post the other facts. day. I wrote a post the other day because me and I shout out to my boy Nelson. We was on a movie set um this past weekend. We was having a conversation, and I was saying everybody is busy building their own tables. Nobody has time to go out chop the wood for you and give it to you. Exactly. Nobody has time to oh, do that. Come on, listen. Say that again. That's poetic. I'm just saying, so we, everybody's building their own tables. Nobody has time to go out to the woods, chop the wood for you, and give the wood to you so they can build your table for you. Nobody has time for that. You have to do your own thing. And a lot of times, artists don't want to put in the work to be successful. Mm-hmm. They I want agree. everything handed to them. And also, too, and, now, and I've said this before, Everybody has different definition of success. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, honestly, I feel like for for me again, everybody has different backgrounds, different thought processes. For me, as long if I can impact somebody's life with what I do, if an actor that I worked with, if they move on to the next level because a director saw something that was in their mind, I feel like I've been successful. That's just how I look at it. There's been several artists. There's been several actors, they've gotten network opportunities because a casting director saw some, saw them in something that, that they did with me. I've had people come up to me and say, hey, um, I showed somebody this this web series that I was in with you, and I got three jobs off of it, three paying jobs off of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything everything works out how it's supposed to work out. And again, everybody's definition of success is different. So again, like like stuff like that, and I have to, and then this is me preaching to myself. Like you have to kind of just throw that nice stuff away and just kind of just think about all the stuff that you did do and that you did accomplish and just keep it pushing. So, um, just going back to this whole music industry and and the television industry and all sort of stuff. Again, we are in an age where we can just basically do everything ourselves. We don't necessarily need the big machine. 
to push forward. I just wanted to say thank you to Carlton because I am one of the individuals that people have seen me in your work and they have offered me, you guys have offered me $40. And I just want to say thank you because they're offering me money for... $40? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I invented that standard. <laughs> I did, you, people, I did not accept the $40, but it was offered. It was put on the table. Thank you. <laughs> and that was due to Carlton. Hey, I saw you. I saw you in this show, and I just wanted to, you know, see if you would take this $40. <laughs> no, thanks, but okay. <laughs> One of my first, like, successful YouTube videos was called Legalized Prostitution, and I was talking about how it should cost $40. Why? What if you got like that's a good, that's you a good got number? Grade A. I mean, there's people that'll pay for that, but I just mean like if we had brothels set up everywhere, I feel like the standard price should be like forty dollars. Like a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger costs like five dollars. That's standard around the country. You know that's, that's how like $40. you know this is how I first got associated with you, right? Because of that topic, forty dollars thing, the prostitution thing. Yeah, because um, we Do you was, agree. I I don't know about the forty dollars, <laughs> but I agree that prostitution should be legalized. Yeah, and you know, and the thing was, me and Man talked about it, and Man was surprised at my answer. He thought I was going to disagree. I said, "No, I agree with it. I feel like if that's what you want to do, if you want to sell your body for sex, or if you want to pay for sex, that's your prerogative. What's the problem?" People so, always say we got to use our abilities and our talents to make it to where exactly. we want it, and like then she can twerk say, that thing. Victimless crime. Yeah. So the and I, and the thing is, I want to thank you, Slim. Give you your flowers right now too, um, because I tackled that issue. And the new season of Bondage. Okay. We actually did... A, um, because I, he's a prostitute on there, right? A male prostitute? Yes. Yeah. So, we actually did... Uh, uh, you'll see it coming up. It releases on Valentine's Day as well. Um, you will see in the one episode, there's an actual podcast episode where the podcaster is asking a congressman about uh, legalizing prostitution. So, that that's brought up in there. And that was actually inspired by... The conversation me and Maine had, which was inspired by the show, the video oh, that Slim did. Like so, yeah. Well, you know why they're not going to legalize it, right? I mean, you can't do a W-2 at the end of the year. <laughs> Uncle Sam's not going to get his tax cut. Yeah, you can. You're going to be an independent contractor. But there, I mean, come on. It's a cash industry. So, most it's people are not going to. It's legal in other gonna, countries, though. It is. It's, it's actually legal in, in Vegas, I think here so but you're not going to people are not going to like pay by credit card technically you know and and so the w-2s would not be accurate and uncle <laughs> sam would not be getting his cut so that's why it's not legal they're going to legalize prostitution in our in our time you think so uh, i mean positive. i ain't mad at them if they do it i mean because i can't wait till they do you know why okay. i just i just want to see it uh, uh, i lived in germany before so i'm like i want to see that like in the u.s I ain't gonna lie, I go get a hand job, but I'm not like. Okay, this is that type of podcast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Took a little dark turn. Right, oh, yeah. nah, I thought we was past the hour mark. <laughs> 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 we passed the hour mark. We could get the uh, what they call it? Uh, uh, what was it called? Something after dark or something? Twitter after dark. Oh, Twitter after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Just do it yourself, guys. Let's go back to the point, the main point. Yeah. Um, if you got art, you got you want to do something to do with yourself. Don't let nobody define your definition of success. You are successful if you are making an impact in the world. Um, and yeah, and if you feel on your conscience to do right by people, make sure you do that. Yeah, pretty much. All right, guys, let's go into this segment. Of course, we got going to this is why I'm hot. This is important. 
it's an important segment of Fire and Ice because y'all need to know why I'm always so heated. Um, so I feel like, of course, February is is Black History Month. Um, but I feel like this is the time where we, some of our people, like to get a little bit too woke. Um, <laughs> and I just what 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 I'm heated about is. Why can't we just let people enjoy Black History Month? Let people celebrate how they want to celebrate. Let people, if they want to post a fact every day, let them do that. I, what bothers me is people just get on social media, you should be celebrating Black History Month every day of the year. Black History Month, 365 days of the year. Yes, I understand. Black, we are American history. We are Black history. We are the United States. We get it. Um, I definitely understand and recognize it. I think it's important that we teach our children that. Um, however, you should not be jumping down people's throats if they decide they want to just specifically use February to celebrate Black History Month. Let them do that. Um, also, too, um, I just want to go into a sidebar. Just y'all pick the wrong times to be woke. Um, y'all doing this whole it, Kobe Bryant isn't even under the ground yet. And y'all already got I already got these conspiracy theories. Slim, I know how you feel about conspiracy theories. Um okay. And I just feel like you guys, there again, not to go left and get sad on you like I did last week, um, but there's a family out there. There are families out there still mourning these people that they lost tragically and suddenly. And I feel like for you to go on this whole, they were sacrificed, um, you know, the whole numbers situation. I will admit, I, I like numbers. I thought... The other day was pretty cool with the whole 2-2-2020. I love numbers. I think that's cool. I love doing math and stuff. But when you use that type of stuff to kind of try to say why somebody died and this is why they died and all this other stuff, it's not needed. I just feel like it's it's insensitive and it's not and it's not appropriate. And y'all, Umar, 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 whatever, Johnson is not a doctor. Stop it. I can't stand <laughs> Umar Johnson. I ain't, I don't like Dick Gregory neither though. Oh no! I don't. They always blasphemy. Some, they always got some hot takes, and it's like, bro, why you care about what race somebody is dating? That don't matter. Listen, I just feel like sometimes you you you're so woke. I prefer you go back to sleep. Yes, yeah. just take. A I nap. seen a conspiracy theory last night talking about how the Super Bowl was a conspiracy because it was it's the second month uh second day and Andy Reid's second champion is like bro that was his first Super Bowl. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> I people just be making stuff up just I to be honest. I don't know. I just again and the, the, the but the thing that bothered me, um the the Kobe Bryant thing really bothered me because again it's like this this you know Vanessa Miss Vanessa um she lost a husband and daughter Suddenly, she would, of course, I mean, nobody expects death, but I'm just saying, like, that was real sudden, obviously. And you got all these people on social media and this, you know, he was sacrificed. The Lakers sacrificed him. For what? I'm like, well, for what? Why? Nah, they were saying LeBron sacrificed him because the, uh, the number on the helicopter was Kobe's age plus LeBron age. Stay woke. <laughs> I, I don't like people. Well, I don't like people. Give me some anesthesia because I want to go to sleep. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> me I'm, too. Dog. I'm good on That's that. too much for me, bro. Like, but I will say this though: you have to be a very creative person to come up with these conspiracy theories, and those people should like find more constructive things to do with their time because they definitely yeah. could re- like write like fictional books or something. Yeah. 
Because mm-hmm. those it, it's creative. And those numbers, I'll be like, wow, you really came up with that? That was good. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yeah. like, do it again. Wow. 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 He's all like Flavor Flav. <laughs> but they are writing fictional books. They're just not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. They're posting it on social media. They're, but they're too stupid to realize that they're just being... It, everybody wants to go viral. Viral yeah. don't pay bills. Come on. So, say, say that one more time. I had to tell people that a couple times because I I got a couple viral videos on social media and people are always like, the people in the videos will brag about it and I'm like, bro, y'all didn't get paid for that and I didn't get paid for but it. But here's the thing. Let's, let's really define viral because... I feel like that term is so overused. Augusta viral. I'm, I hear people say that. I got 200 views. I'm viral. No, <laughs> you're not. Viral is if, you, if you're viral when you are going viral over all the platforms. If you're going viral, like if you have the numbers on Facebook, what is it, TikTok, all this other stuff, Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. YouTube, everything. If, you, if you're doing something overall across the board, then you're going viral. If everybody is talking about it, retweeting it, posting it, like I said, making memes, gifs, okay, then, yeah, I'll give you the viral category. But if you just hit, okay, I hit, I hit, even if you say I hit 50,000 on Facebook, that don't mean nothing. That means 50,000 people watched it, which yeah. is good, because that's a hard number to get. It doesn't mean they watched it but either. That doesn't mean, that's true. But it doesn't mean it's viral. And it doesn't mean, like you said, again, if you want to get real deep technical in it, Nobody got a check from it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, okay, so I know people, I like, for me, I post every time we hit a certain milestone um, on YouTube. But I've never been the one to be like, all right, I'm I'm going viral, and I never use that word. And also, too, um, as far as the money, this me getting into the arts has never been about money for me. And I know a lot of people are like, you should be getting paid. Da, da, da. I would like, like to get a check. That would be nice because I do put a lot of work into it. But that's not my motivation for why I got into it in the first place. So for me, I get excited because oh, that I, we got this many views. I think that's dope that we hit these milestones because we have put a lot of work to put these episodes out. Um, so that's been, always been my motivation. But a lot of people they want to again they want to go viral and they're like I want I'm I'm famous now. Give me a check. And I'm like, you did one video. It was on Facebook. Facebook don't pay. And like you said, just because people, just because, because Facebook automatically plays the video. Yeah. With YouTube, you have to actually click on it. Mm-hmm. With Facebook, it'll play automatically. So people don't understand that neither. Like views on YouTube mean a lot more than some views on Facebook. Absolutely, I, t- I just tell like people page all the time. likes. Like I don't care about no page like on no Facebook. Listen, my page likes, <laughs> my page like so low. Cause I don't want somebody trying. I was working with. I was going to work with this consultant. She was like, "You need to get your page likes up." I said, "I don't really care about that though." Cause it don't matter. I don't care about Facebook, period. Just me personally. I hate Facebook, actually. I hate it, too. But I just have to use it because most, most of my viewers come from that. So, if I, I, I always say, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I wouldn't have a Facebook. Me neither. I hate Facebook. I get on Instagram and I play around on Twitter. That's it. Mm. I get on Facebook just playing around, like, because I know I'm about to post something soon. Mm. So, I'm trying to get that traffic to my page. That's actually smart. Yeah. Most of the time when you see me trolling, I'm about to drop a video. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I pay attention. I always do that. I pay attention. That's like, why I don't, I don't really comment anymore. Unless you try to come at me. Like, the funniest one I did. Love basketball stuff. Yeah. The funniest <laughs> one I did was on my birthday when I was in Mexico. And I had told Maine that. I was like, I was like, watch this, Maine. And I had posted something. And it had like two or 300 comments. And, I, and then I came right back and posted a video. 
And man was like, dang, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, bro, I told you. That's how you work it, bro. Because I also was trying to show the local rappers, like, you don't have to get on social media and beef with somebody trying to gain some traffic. Like, you can create your own rollout. Mm-hmm. That's my last time talking about them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Segway, let's talk about rappers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think, I just, I definitely think um, we have to, we have to read. Re, not redefine really y'all need to understand the real definition of what viral means because a lot and why of are we excited about going viral anyway because let's be clear 99 percent of the people can't take the criticism that's gonna come from all these people mm, in the world like they do anything for clout they do anything <laughs> and then they they mess around and they they get depressed they kill themselves they delve into drugs mm-hmm. drinking you know because th- they can't take it that's like, why i asked carlton does he read his comments though because yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, like I said, yeah, that it 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 like it depends. I read them, but it's like some of us like, all right, and then you know it depends on whatever. But I read yeah. mine, but I'd be laughing. <laughs> I don't get any comments because I'm posting videos, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you! I, sometimes I get people say stupid stuff, you know, like every yeah. now and again. But I mean, it's like whatever. You try not to read that stuff because it does something to your psyche. It if does, you, yeah. It does. If you constantly read into the negative, because we are, we focus on on the negative more than we do the positive. Absolutely. So, and that's what does something to you. And I try not to pay attention to those people. Yeah, that's wise words, definitely. Um, so yeah, I just I just think that um, I think if you focus on Focus on why do you do what you do. I know I'm, we, I'm going deep, but I just feel like if we sometimes our focus is off again. You so focus on I want to go vi- quote unquote viral, or if you're constantly worried about trying to get a check all the time. Because um, even I'm gonna say this, there have been people. I'm gonna tell this story. There's an actor that came to me. We was just having a conversation, and he was talking about working with me versus working with somebody. And he, you know, with a lot of people know with our productions, we're not paying yet. We're working on that still. Um, you know, build, continue to build the brand and everything. Um, but he was saying how working with me versus working with somebody that did pay him. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he did this movie, got paid, but the footage was garbage. Like a lot of times, especially with actors, they use the foot past performances. They use it to, um, to build their reels and everything to get more work. And he was like, Hey bro, man, let me tell you, I got the footage back from, from old buddy. And the footage was garbage. I couldn't even use it. I was like, what is this? And I the, the stuff that I used with you, like, I've gotten jobs off of that. I've gotten, you know, more um, more roles off of it, whatever, more auditions and everything. So he was like, the value is in the value is in the output versus the money. A lot of times when you do stuff, it's about what's put out there. Um, even here locally, you know, not trying not throw a shade or anything, but a lot of times you get paid for these projects and especially when it comes to theater, you get paid for these projects. And it's like, all right, so what do you have to show for it? Once you pay, once you get the money, you you spend it because you're going to spend it immediately on a bill or some food or whatever. And once you finish spending it, like, okay, so if I, if I come to you, want to cast you in something, I need to see your last, the last thing that you did. And if the last thing you did was a whole bunch of theater stuff that, that nobody records. Cause a lot of times these people aren't recording their stage work. Or not, they're not hiring no either. Not hiring nobody professional to to record it, or I don't even care. Or just get a good clear camera, sitting on the tripod, and let it record, 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're not even doing that. So it's like, what's the value in you getting paid versus you get having something where you could take with you to get more work? So I just think you have to you have to change your priorities. I think when it comes to artistry, sometimes yes, it's important to get paid. Yes, we have bills to get. You have bills to pay. Definitely understand that. But a lot of times you're doing if you're doing the work because of the money. There's one thing you can't get back is time. Right. Cause me, honestly, I'd rather do a project that's going to be worth my time and I'm going to be able to get something back from it versus me getting a simple check. I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend this on some food and then I can't even use the footage after that. So You definitely have to have to be selective in what you're doing. All money ain't good money. It isn't. All opportunities ain't got opportunities. Like, right. if it, it, it paid or non-paid, all, it's, it's not. You got the, you got the, it's a balance. That's to be about. You can't you can't do all free stuff, but you can't do everything that says because there's a checkup involved too. Because it, it's, it's sometimes those check work ain't worth the integrity, right? Because a lot of times they be have, they be trying to pay you and then they be one they be wanting stuff afterwards. And stop, <laughs> and stop letting stop letting people tell you they are gonna put you on their YouTube channel when they got four subscribers. <laughs> it's yeah. happened. It's happened to me. Like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank four. Listen, you're not even in double digits, like at least <laughs> ten. I'm like, I don't even put anything on my YouTube channel, and I got more subscribers than you. Like, it just people say stupid stuff, but you know, you they say with it. YouTube, you're supposed to get at least like twenty the first day, cause like that's your family members. <laughs> so if Listen, you got four, that's a problem. I got thirty four, so clearly my family members are not doing their due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a minute to get my subscribers. I'm gonna be honest. Listen, it take it to get authentic subscribers. Yeah. It takes a minute, and like I said again, I mean you can pay for it. Nah, I don't but I'm, but I, I'm but I wouldn't suggest doing that because YouTube is definitely cracking down now. But to me, you feel more fulfilled when you actually authentically go after it and you actually build and take time to build it. Like for me, when we if we hit a surge, I don't know when it happened, how it happened, why it happened, but I felt good about it because I knew that I put in the work. I wasn't. I didn't go and pay. Uh, do this big old. Let me pay these this company to build my joint. No, I actually worked hard and put out the content. And I feel like people are just they're just now discovering it. I feel like I mean maybe three four years later, but it's all good. And how many subscribers you got? I think like two fifty. One hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty k. Nah, oh, two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's I just good. started though. That's I mean, good though. Listen. I've been on YouTube for years. I got 34. Boo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I always tell people to celebrate the, 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 the milestones. Like, I think that's important. You have to celebrate yourself because if you don't, nobody else is going to. That's I think true. I had got like 100 subscribers from a video I did about Lizzo. I got like 100 subscribers in like two days. Mm. That's. I mean, that's what's up. And that uh, Popeye Chicken Sandwich video. Oh, yeah. I, I got that. like 50 from that one. I remember that. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. <laughs> I hate that video. Why? I just hate it, dog. It's just cheesy. It's like corny. I don't like stuff like that. Yikes. All right, then, y'all. All right, we're going to go ahead and close out because um, we're almost at the two-hour mark. This is the first of the year that we've done a two-hour episode. We're going to be doing an hour. Right. So we thank y'all so much for listening to Fire Nights. Man, get better, bro. Um, we wish you the best. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, of course, you can catch us on Round Hair Radio, 520 Radio, and Exquisite Radio. Um, of course, go to the SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash more than the masters podcast. Um, thank you, Sarah and Slim, for joining me. We thank y'all so much for listening. 
and this is Fire and Ice. Oh, y'all make sure y'all pre-order that for a brief moment in time on all streaming services. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Aight.